Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Check, check. Can you hear me? Hey, there it is. Hey, buddy. Got it. That's weird. Yeah, I just flipped some settings around here. Oh, okay, cool. It's like the thing... Ding dong. What I sound like, you know. You hate it or you like it? I don't like it, no. <laughs> but it. David, go. come in. Red leader. Yo. We hear you. Yo. Is it coming in loud and clear? So loud, so clear. Excellent. No video. We don't get to see your face. No video tonight. I'm, I, I, I keep forgetting we're doing video, and so I've got to adjust my setup accordingly. And so all the good places in the house are taken currently, and that's way too much. Just go to, to the, here, just no video. go to the bathroom, the thrones. Watching the thrones. <laughs> so I've got this light set up, and it's already a bad idea because it's making me look like I'm extremely sweaty. And it's and it's also real. It's a little hot, so it, I am also extremely sweaty. <laughs> it's creating um, the illusion that I'm sweaty, in addition to being sweaty. I, I want to talk about this before we get to some Hornets talk. the uh, The TBA podcast is no more. Uh, Steve, did you watch the TB or did you listen to the TBA podcast? No, I'm not even familiar with what that is. The Basketball Analogy, formerly True Hoop Pod. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was listening to that just recently. Like, I just started. So it's go. It's going away now. And I'm I'm heartbroken. It, it was starting to... In fact, this little chat that we're having now, David, was influenced by the TBA hey. pod. And now it's going away. We're not on yet, right? What's that? We're not on yet, right? Well, uh, well, what is on? What is being on? That's what I'm saying. The TBA pod. My wife just is- got home. That's Hi. Oh, cool. Stuff. This is Elena from Charlotte, and you are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. <laughs> This is Locked On Hornets, your daily podcast on the Charlotte Hornets and the NBA. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. And that was Elena, fellas. Elena submitting a, I believe that's a daughter of one of our Patreon listeners. Nice. Yeah, and and so we're taking these listener submitted intros uh, from our our patrons on Patreon patreon.com forward slash LOH if you want to check it out. It's a way that you can help support this show, keep our hive alive, keep us going, and also you get to do cool stuff like that, like submit uh, your voice 
for the intro. We've got a few more of those to get through uh, this summer. I've got the panel here. Uh, first up, uh, from the mean streets of Cotswold, David Walker. The streets are real out here. What's up, dudes? Uh, nothing much, dudes. Uh, and, of course, <laughs> uh, a writer from atthehive.com, and he's writing everything right now. We're going to get to some of the things that he's writing later on in the show, uh, all the way from New York City. New York City! What? Steve Bob Forrest. Hey, what's up, guys? Look at that Goose. set. Look at that. So we're, yeah. we're recording this on YouTube right now. We're, we're streaming it live for the Patreon folks. And and talk for me, Steve, so I can see the beautiful set behind you. Sure. Yeah. Well, we got, uh, you know, it started off as just Hornet stuff. So over here, I'm going to crank that up. That's the Hersey Hawkins. <laughs> I just basically what I do is I, so I do the Facebook lives for uh, at the Hive uh, on their Facebook page. That's where we do Facebook live is on Facebook. And, uh, so I just started going on eBay and, you know, putting in like vintage Hornets and then putting lowest price first. And you'll just find all the, all the best, worst stuff we got. Uh, oh, what you got there? This is a Michael Jordan uh, AMF bowling yes. stand-up holding a bowling ball and a basketball. <laughs> and But look at the, right. the signature terrible pants, though. His, the pants. <laughs> There's a... Well, there's bowling. I mean, he is bowling. There's a potential sponsor right there. If you had a bowling ball on the other side, speaking of some of your 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 writing there. Yes, right. Throw well, a bowling I, ball on the other side. Yeah, Michael Jordan's down to endorse anything that can be gambled on. So I think that that may be the uh, tie in there. Uh, but yeah, got a bunch of weird, uh, goofy stuff. David, what's your what's your best piece of old Hornets memorabilia? Old Hornets memorabilia. I mean, yeah, like, like from the first go round. Like classic. I mean, I've got the opening night ticket. That's pretty good, right? The commemorative ticket from the opening night, 1988. Oh, wow. Wow. Was that at the uh, Charlotte Coliseum or the Bojangles? Charlotte R.I.P. Charlotte Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah, the old Charlotte no, Coliseum. Okay. There's no more. Uh, I, for some reason, I was under the impression they did the very first season at the Independence Arena. That's still standing somehow, but I guess I'm mistaken, obviously. No. Well, the Bobcats played at Charlotte Coliseum, of course, their first season, and then they did move downtown. But, yeah, that that old Charlotte Coliseum was the only place for the Hornets. Right. I just, that was a black tie. Black tie that night, guys. <laughs> I just got this cool – I don't know if you can see it. Hold on. I'm going to grab it real quick. Man, did you see that? That was a that this move was quick. This that is was, good. This yeah. is, Dude, you've been staying in shape right, in the offseason. That was okay. a little suicide drill right there. Okay, well, so you know, it's good radio, uh, the long silences. So let's see if I can get this on the screen here. So what? this is um this is a target ad. I don't David, can you mm. see this? Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a target ad with Muggsy Bogues. God, get it in the light. There we go. Muggsy with a giant basketball. No, so now that is a, an abnormally large basketball. That is not to scale. Uh, no. Yeah, why they do that? Well, Muggsy is, but I don't think the ball is. <laughs> anyway, that's yeah, uh, I just who, got my buddy gave me that. That's that seems mean by the ad agency. I was gonna guy. say, hey Muggsy, you're small, right? He's <laughs> like, yes, that's obvious. A little too on the nose there, guys. Uh, hey, Nick Batum tweeted something interesting as he's want to do every once in a while. He oh. uh, tweeted this out. I'm testing your NBA knowledge. 
try to build an NBA lineup and a second unit with 10 NBA players, but from 10 different nationalities. Oh, can't be done. Can't be done, Nick. <laughs> no uh, way. What are there, like three nationalities in the NBA? There's like, yeah. The, listen, it's like America, the United right? States. And Southern then, United States. <laughs> All right, so we did this challenge. Uh, How should we do this? Should we just go through our teams really quickly and then talk about it? Why not? Well, I'd like to just say that I I proposed fantasy draft. It would take too long. Yes, you proposed it 30 minutes before we went on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is why, because I want to win the thing. I've been holding it all day. You wanted to do a fantasy draft. I'll show you. You guys go ahead. You're the guy guy before, right before fantasy football that proposes like changing it from like snake draft to, you know, rookies rookies in the first. (laughs) Suck. <laughs> Guys, what if we didn't use football this year? All right, let's just do MLS for Charlotte. Let's do all right. Um, I'll run through my team real just quick. Just read yours. Yeah. Are you are you going? Well, just read your team. Okay. What am I going? What? What's the question? You guys are, are you going like are you going like like positionless or no, position no, you're think let's, let's go back to the tweet. I'm he says try to build an NBA lineup and a second unit. So he's saying build okay. a starting lineup and a second unit. So this is building Kudos a team. To Nick for going all the way, by the way. Most people would just go to the starting five, but he wants to know your backups. And he said ten NBA players. So don't try to get fancy with some like international prospect that Yeah, is... don't put your dad in there or anything like that. No. Uh, but my dad could totally beat your dad. Anyway, um, Whoa, point guard. Here's what I got shots. for point guard. Goran Dragic mm-hmm. from Slovenia. And my two wing positions, I'm going with Giannis Antetokounmpo from Greece and mm-hmm. LeBron James from these United States of America. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say mm-hmm, after everyone. My forward position is Christophs Porzingis. My center position is Carl Anthony Towns from That's, the okay. Dominican we Republic. I don't want to talk about this. That's his from na- the what? Dominican Republic. That's his nationality. That's his official. <laughs> I went by nationality. I didn't even go like these trick like birthplace. Like Kyrie Irving, I think was technically trick born birthplace. in. Well, yeah, because I think he was technically <laughs> born in Australia, but he's not Australian. And, this man, this Carl Anthony Towns, has an official. He's officially a Dominican Republic national. Kyrie Irving's not even from this earth. He's from a, a, flat, a much flatter <laughs> yeah. earth. I was trying to find like goofy ones like that. I, I, I thought for sure Meta World Peace said he was like an alien or something like that. Nah, that's but. a good one. Now nah, I could, I, we could talk about that. All right, real quick. My bench <laughs> is Andrew Wiggins from Canada, Rudy Gobert from France, and uh, Omri Caspi from Israel, and Danilo Gallinari from Italy. And then finally, rounding out, this is my, I have a very specific reason for this pick. Matthew Della Vadova. Matthew Della That's a Tony Allen approved pick. That's an all star from Tony Allen. Matthew Della Dova. All right, who are some guys you may have left off? Because I got some guys here you didn't you did not tick uh, off. I didn't get Dirk. I didn't go Marco. <laughs> I didn't go Ginobili. I didn't go Vucevic. <laughs> I didn't go Stephen Adams. There's a lot of centers. There are a yeah, lot it's of a lot of centers. centers. A lot of, lot of centers and yeah, you just smacked Nick right in the face. You didn't give him any respect either, did I you? I went go bear. I want listen, I want shot blocking, I want size, I want I want things that are going to win an international contest. I went Rudy Gobert. He's a freak. Fair enough. 
I didn't pick Nick either. So sorry, Nick. Good question. <laughs> All right, David, who's your team? So I've got a some of those guys you named as well. I've got Dragic, but he's on my second team. My first team is LeBron, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Cameroon, Dirk Nowitzki, giving a little veteran leadership. And then I went, um, I went Simmons uh, at, at my other point guard. I've got I got three guys who are tall that can handle the ball on my first team. And who's your second team? Uh, second team, bringing the veteran leadership again. My man Manu Ginobili, Porzingis, Jokic, Wiggins, and the aforementioned Goran Dragic. Yeah, I hated leaving Jokic off. Yeah. Yeah, so that I, was the only guy that on on those uh, when you go through Batum's like replies that Jokic is like for some reason left off a lot or put on the second really? team of a lot. Yeah, which yeah. depending on who 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 is the like consensus point guard, Dragic is right. Pretty much. I guess that was a tough. There's not a lot to choose from, to be honest with you. That's why I had basically like three forward wing players, you know, handling the ball on my first team. That, that's it, kind of it a tough tempted spot. me to go Steph Curry or Chris Paul. Or, or yeah, see, nobody went with a different American. Everyone went LeBron. Which, <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, That's Steve, how, Steve, but and before we get to Steve's, I gotta, I gotta talk about Seek Geek. I have the Seek Geek app on my phone, and it's by far. The easiest way I found to shop for tickets, I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps on my phone, I can instantly find seats. This week, I bought tickets to Goo Goo Dolls and Philip Phillips, and guys, I'm going to be honest, Philip Phillips can stay home, stay home for all I care. Just give me the Goo Goo. Make with the Goo. Slide into some Goo. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals on those 90s music acts you want to see. And to get the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, Every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. And here's the best part. Our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code L-O-N-B-A. That's promo code L-O-N-B-A today for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Download that app, enter the promo code, save some money. All right, let's get back to Steve Bob, who has his Batum Challenge team. Who are you going with, Steve? Well, hey, first of all, this is just, I got to point out, I listened to Goo Goo Dolls this week. I was showing them to my wife. She, like, didn't know some of these songs. I haven't listened to them since 1996, probably. Uh, sure. So that's just a weird coincidence that you were the guy like on the MTV County countdowns going, "Make Iris the number one song." Do yeah, it. we didn't get enough Iris back in the day. <laughs> they, they weren't playing that one. I was trying to describe the music. It wasn't the music video just from that Nicolas Cage Angel movie. Oh, uh, do you uh, remember that? Yeah, um, uh, uh, Angels, Angels, uh, not Angels in yes. the outfield. Um, <laughs> Angels Nick, in the Nick, outfield. Nick yeah. Major League, Major League, no. <laughs> Major League. No, City of Angels. It's City yeah. of. It was City of Angels, also known as Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, so I, I, I figured every. I thought everybody's were basically the same. So I didn't really make a list, but I did go through and just find all of the Hornets. <laughs> 
I did suggest a different format. <laughs> I, see, the draft. This is the thing. If you go Embiid, now he's off the board. I just think right. the draft thing. If it, but you know what? Uh, drafts are overrated. Drafts are overrated <laughs> unless you get Malik Monk. Uh, so, but here's some of the. Uh, well, I found this out. Uh, what, now, one of you guys had the big German, right? I was. Uh, uh, I didn't go with Dirk. I had Dirk. You had, oh, you no, by the big Dirk. German, I meant uh, Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley has <laughs> oh, no. German national, at least citizenship. For this. Ben Gordon. He's been there once. He visited one time, yeah. He, he visited every country uh, once before coming to the NBA for his BYU trip. Um, we got uh, – here, here are all the guys from the Hornets that are from dish, different nationalities. Ben Gordon, Great Britain. Yeah. Byron Mullins, also Great Britain. Not a lot Lord of British Byron Mullins. Lord Byron. Uh, Marty Conlon, the great Marty Conlon from Ireland. Uh, we Marty. got Stuart Gray. You guys remember this yep. guy, 1990? From Panama. I believe, Pan- it's, I believe it's Panama. I believe it's Panama. <laughs> um, Stuart Gray, big white guy. From uh, Panama, I don't know. That oh. one stood out to me. You swear, swear to gosh, swear it. Um, <laughs> you got uh, Jeffrey Taylor is Swedish. Remember I Jeffrey knew that. Taylor? I didn't know that. I one. remember. I remember. Oh, and 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 the beautiful Walter Hermann, Argentinian. Yes, of course. The Hermann. And, and George Zedek was our first uh, first ever guy from oh, Czech Republic. Zedek. Yeah, man. Zedek was the first foreign foreign guy, huh? First foreign guy for the Hornets. First and best, and still best. It's crazy. No one has asked me. And tallest me, and widest. <laughs> no one has bothered to ask me why I went with Matthew Delavadova. So what's up with you, David? So, what, hey. no? yeah. All right. Here's why. <laughs> because I really thought David was going to go with Steph Curry. I've seen a few Steph Currys out there in this Batum Challenge, and so I wanted a no. Steph killer. First of all, I'm going to go with LeBron James because he's he's just he's the best American basketball player Right at this instant, and well, that's how I that down a That's why bit I didn't more. go. With why, why are you going with LeBron? <laughs> Give me your hot takes on LeBron. Um, yeah, what does this guy do good? But I wanted Della Vadova to shut down Steph Curry. I needed I needed someone out there oh to go my. break some legs. Okay. You know who you should pick for that is that giant inflatable dude on their chat. Did you see that video of uh, Steph and Seth falling in like I don't know if it's Korea or China? You haven't seen this? I haven't seen this. No. Uh, yeah, what, what, they, look, what was happening? What should I search oh, on Google? Just look up like, you know, game show, Seth, Steph Curry. You know those, uh, those wacky like... I could probably it's get incredible. this on video. They just have like basically three or four giant inflatable car wash tube guys. Yeah. But, but they're like right in front of the basket. And uh, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of YouTubes of these type of game shows. Like there's a great one with Jack oh, wait, Black. I got it. Hold on. I'll, I'll I'll have it up on the screen here in a minute. But anyway, I searched Steph and Seth Curry inflatable. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, hey, here's a couple of other guys we could have gone with. I was thinking about going with uh, Patty Mills from Australia for my point guard position. Mm-hmm. I mentioned well, Stephen Adams your- from New Zealand. Vucevic. I considered strongly going with Vucevic until I found all these other centers from Montenegro. Uh, you want to hear Nick's team? Nick went Drogic. He picked himself. Yep. He voted for himself. How dare you? That's fine. LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Embiid, 
And his second team was Ginobili, Wiggins, Gallo, which I, I guess is Danilo Gallinari, yeah. uh, Porzingis, and then Jokic. I, I think That's I made a mistake by leaving Jokic off. I, I think, think so, too. Because yeah. uh, especially if you're going with like a, a Dragic, uh, then you want like you want more passing somewhere there. Hey, Jokic was there a particular – was there a country that gave you particular trouble choosing – I'll just that's to Doug since since Steve Bob really Australia I think because you had um, you had yeah. Delvadova well, you had um, you had Mills and there was one more that I don't have on my sheet or maybe I do Simmons were you, were you tempted to go with the 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 Bahamian uh, Steph Curry and um, and uh, Buddy Heald no. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Uh, I'm not the owner of the Sacramento Kings. Like I don't have like a weird fascination with with Buddy Healed. Okay. Time for one of our favorite game shows called "You Okay with That." It's a returning segment where we go through some Hornets uh, news topics and ask the question: "You okay with that?" First up, the uh, new Hornets app that's coming out on October second. The Hornets will unveil a new version of their Hornets mobile app that will allow you to order food and drink, scan your ticket, and check out real-time stats. But I'm pulling this from the Observer article. It will also collect customer data, enabling the Hornets to learn more about how fans behave. The Hornets app tracking how you behave in the hive. David, you okay with that? Yes, I'm fine. I've given all my information to anyone who wants it. It's all out there. It's available. <laughs> I signed any EULA agreement. <laughs> I signed them all. My big issue is that with this is that you have to go through the app to pay for something. Is that how I'm reading it, right? Like, you got to go through this app to – you don't have to. But that's I, I the think idea. there are like multiple just, ways to pay. I think good old, well, yes, good old American hey. cash will still get you, you a go, burger. If, well, yes, of course. But if they want you to use this app – Go open up, get your phone out, open the Hornets app, uh, get your tickets, get your all your other stuff. I mean, in theory, it's nice. I just had limited success with applications like that in the past. Really, I just wanted them to have Wi Fi. Listen, that would work. just because you're bad at Angry Birds doesn't make every app. Well, that's a game. Okay, I'm talking about productivity apps. <laughs> and. Again, I just want the Wi-Fi to work. So if that's if that's up and running, well, I don't know. Apparently, that. it's good. They're going to have improved Wi-Fi, which I used the yeah. app to look up stats last season because it was faster because the Wi-Fi was a little poor. But who's having who's having a slow experience paying for merchandise? Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like this to me, I don't know. I, I'm all for like uh, you know the Apple Wallet and stuff for like having your ticket on your phone. That's, uh, I can't Apple Pay anything. I yes. get so nervous. Yeah. I, can't. I, I haven't done Apple Pay. But so, it, I, I'm so nervous. I feel like I'm just going to get side eye from the cashier. Yeah. Well, so just stick your card in, bozo. Think about that. That's already kind of like I, I don't know if I want to use my phone to pay for it. Now, just limit it to just Spectrum Arena. <laughs> you can right. only pay there for horse. It's got a. Does it have? Uh, it's got to have some, you know, uh, incentivized bonuses or something. Well, right? here's the bonus. And, you know, I know, listen, David might not be concerned about privacy and data collection, but I know a lot of our listeners are. And so you'd say, you know, why? what are the what benefits? Are you hiding, 
Uh, <laughs> in the future, that data could be used for free giveaways. Here's what friend of the pod, Pete Gwelly, told The Observer, quotes, if there's a fan who goes to the same stand and orders a cheeseburger every game, for instance, maybe an option would be a credit for a free burger. So, yeah. Bring it on. Sign me up. Or No, I just... listen, I'll listen. For a free burger, I'll tell you my blood type. <laughs> I'll tell you the last four yeah. digits of my social. I, I thought they were going to go like some augmented reality in this. So, like, you could be watching the game and then open up your phone and start filming the court and, like, have... I don't know, like fireballs, you know, or like try and like shoot it would turn it into like an NBA jam. Not shoot people, but we're not yeah, there. We're yeah, not there exactly. yet, David. We're not yeah. there yet. You know, that seems like the worst technology. excuse to collect somebody's data. Be like, now <laughs> we know this guy likes hamburgers. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, you know what you could go out on a limb with is just giving away a hamburger Everyone to a random likes hamburgers. Fan. Yeah, we collected it through this app. <laughs> All right, that's next. not what technology's for. Wait, wait, wait. First, I just okay. have to say I, I'm i on board with it, though, as well, uh, because, uh, you know, I'm down for anything that has robots taking over yes. and running everything because I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not against the robots. And I, no, I think they're going to be great leaders. And if they're if they're listening out there, shout out robots. I'm with you guys. <laughs> Listen, robots. I'll, I'm fine with becoming a, a human battery. Just keep those free burgers coming. Yeah, right. Uh, next, Emilio Carquia of Sportando is reporting the Hornets offered six foot six guard Julian Stone a two year contract, but were blocked by the Italian team that Stone just re signed with, Rayer Venezia. Last season, Stone played for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants of the G League, where he averaged 7.9 points and 8.6 assists. The Italians putting the Blocaggio on our beloved Hornet, Steve Stibene Conquello. Okay. That's you. Okay. With that in Italian. I know that after (laughs) you explained it, I took four semesters in college (laughs) and uh, whatever that cheese was, you described sounded amazing. The Blocaggio. (laughs) (laughs) I got to try some of that. Uh, No, man, I'm not okay with this. All right. And because the guy's got a sick father uh, stateside, I don't know what the, the circumstances are that why they're blocagioing this guy with that delicious cheese, but we need Liam Neeson on this. All right. They took, they took our guy. Take He's him. over there. I think we were trying to take him. Yeah. You need to reverse Liam. No, no, no. See, they've already done that. We've already had three of those. We send Liam Neeson. They send her. Italian Liam Neeson. <laughs> and then like, you know, they both wreak havoc until everyone's dead in both countries. Uh, David, you okay with that? So I'm sure they just want some sort of recuperation, right? Since they've already given him a contract, they want some sort of of uh, payment or repayment or what? Like they want us to send over Hugo or something? Oh um, no, no deal. I, I mean, I mean Rufus. I mean well, the Rufus, problem. Uh, the problem is, I hear the dollar is really strong right now. So it would be. I think the exchange rate would be tough. So let me ask you this about this guy. What makes this guy, uh, from the Hornet standpoint, why are they locked in on him? You know, I'm wondering that myself, guys, because I understand six foot six, and you know he had more assists than points, so we we know he's unselfish. Uh, could possibly fill that uh, third point guard role, but at the same time, they were looking for more of a veteran presence. This guy has not spent yeah. a lot of time in the NBA. It is a big question mark. They must be seeing something on film 
uh, that you know he didn't he had a chance to make the Indiana Pacers last season and and for right. whatever reason did not had to go to the G League so yeah I think it's a, a bit of a question mark and again these it's a report so we don't know officially if they offered him a two year deal but uh, certainly a mystery is why the Hornets. And and the only thing you can say, I guess, is that really options are limited at this point because they are Clearly. up against the tax number. So yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah. what sorry, what what's the amount? What's the dollars amount to this contract? No, no dollar amount reported. Just a two. What year, do we have to spend? Probably minimum. It would be a that veteran minimum, minimum deal. Yeah. Was like a mill? Uh, no, uh, for a guy, I think he's. Uh, well, I don't even know if he has a year of service, so it could be as low as I think. I want to say five, Says, half a million. He got one point zero one six last year. Oh, it's going to be whatever keeps them in yeah. the good graces of the cap area, right? I mean, that's got to be one of the things. And I guess Doug, you mentioned the six six. That's got to be the other thing. But yeah, I mean, they brought in several guys that have more experience than him. Than him. But I mean, we know the crop has not been great. Even when Michael Carter Williams and some other guys like that were out there, and, and they had that tryout, and, and they did bring on Marcus Page for that two-way deal, but it is kind of interesting. I mean, uh, unless they do see something really special about him, I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't done enough research or seen enough tape on him to know exactly what would separate him from other like potential G League call-ups, you know, for instance, or like a guy like Norris Cole. I think a lot of guy pegged is maybe the leader in the clubhouse. Yeah, like somebody – that's why I was asking about the number because it, it just sounds like they, they can't even get a Norris Cole or, or somebody right. that's not on a team right now uh, because yeah, it's a lot of trouble to go to. to Like you said, I mean, they could have picked up Paige. How, how many minutes do you guys expect from third-string point guard? Anyways, I mean, we really didn't even not have much. one last year. Yeah, like, exactly. Briante got in in garbage time in the last ten games of the season when we we're, you know. So I don't, I don't know. You would yeah. think they'd be looking for more of a, a locker room presence or something. You know? Exactly, a, a veteran guy. And if you're going to go with the equivalent of a G League guy or a fringe roster guy, it seems like it would make sense to keep a Weber who's been in the system, right, or who's done some things. I mean, obviously that just didn't work out, and they weren't happy with what they saw, but kind of interesting they're going this route i mean they are painted into a corner a little bit um so they don't have you know all the options they'd probably like but i don't know this this thing's still up in the air um doug you mentioned last week it may go a little longer it, i guess it i guess it could and just see what else kind of develops i mean I, I don't i don't know if they saw this red tape coming with this signing or, or not and just to mention like steve bob you mentioned uh his family issues certainly hope for him that whatever is best for him and his family works out because that's a that's a that's a tough situation and next up espn's kevin pelton out with some early win-loss projections for the east and the west pre-schedule release based on the real plus minus numbers uh, from espn the hornets coming in at number five in the east ahead of toronto that's surprising to me miami and detroit and behind boston cleveland washington and milwaukee uh, KP putting the Hornets on the doorstep of home court advantage after missing the playoffs last season. David, are you okay with that? Yeah, I think that's where they want to be. I think there's so much question up in the air right now with Dwight. Uh, I think a lot of people are still waiting to see what happens with that. But the East being what it is, I think it may be more of a reflection of that. Um, Vegas put out some early uh, win totals today that weren't as favorable to the Hornets. Um, so I think you'll see some more of that coming as well. But 
Well, yeah. I, I think the Ve- yeah, I mean the Vegas numbers were a little low, uh, but you know Vegas got them wrong two seasons ago, got them right last season. So I'm going to go with stats guy over over Vegas guy. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, K- yeah. listen, KP's been more on the money. They he missed bad on Detroit last season, but he wasn't the only one. A lot of people were Everyone buying. Did, yeah. Everyone was buying Detroit stock, and and that really messed a lot of people's projections up. But you know, he also picked uh, Houston to do well. Uh, I think he had a couple of other big makes and 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 his thing. You know, real plus minus when it comes to when it comes to individual players, it can be hit or miss. But I think when you start accumulating that data for teams, it can tell you a lot about the direction that a team's heading in. Yeah, they must have missed on the Pistons thing last year was crazy to me how everyone would have them up. The the Wolves also I think were a big uh miss for everybody last year. Yeah. So um yeah, well, people, I think that, and that's that's a situation where people assumed that Tom Thibodeau was going to transform that team defensively. And it's just, you know, one case in a line of cases of of a coach not being able uh, to transform what is essentially the identity of a team without bringing some players who also share that identity. And I think, you know, bringing in a Jimmy Butler to Minnesota is going to to help them figure that out. Yeah, I also feel like quick success, like immediate success, that's not like necessarily lasting is more of a result. It's like that's not a Thibodeau or even a Clifford. You know, those guys, you, you put them in there for the long run. I, I would anticipate them, them making a big leap, you know, defensively either way uh, this year, just because I think that with a defensive-minded coach and young guys, it's going to mm-hmm. take them a little bit longer. Whereas, you know, you get Luke Walton in with the Lakers and then their first 20 games, they're, they're on fire because they're just all running around and doing whatever they, you know. Yeah, and, and, and David, I don't know if this is necessarily a team that's going to, you know, not handle a little higher expectation, uh, you know, not handle it well. I mean, this team, uh, they, they sort of got slighted last year and couldn't make the leap. So, you know, maybe some higher expectations will be good for this team. Well, I think the Hornets, yeah, I think they're definitely ready. And I think you see, like, with, uh, you know, NBA 2K starting to put out some of their predictions. And I think I think Dwight's was the lowest of his career. It feels like a, a surefire reclamation project for Dwight personally, right? Like, he wants to prove a lot of people wrong after the last couple of years. I mean, that could, you know, that could go either way, right? Like, I think there's – I, like I said before, I just think there's a lot up in there. If things go great, if things go well, um, how the team reacts, and then you know, there's always some bumps in the road. But right, we so- hoped we hoped a couple of years ago that, sorry, we hoped a couple of years ago that the, the locker room would be strong enough to, you know, support Lance and stuff like that. I, they've got to be having the same thing with Dwight. Not that he's going to come in and mess things up, but he's definitely a big personality. It's funny they haven't had uh, since he got here. All right, finally, let's wrap up with what Steve Bob is writing on AtTheHive.com right now. You've got a couple of articles up first. Uh, you've got a great article on some uh, ideas for the advertisement on their new uniforms. Of course, they're going to sport uh, the Jordan brand logo. They'll be the only team doing that, but they've also got a slot for another advertiser, as does every team, and those teams are individually negotiating with different companies. So uh, tell us, uh, what what are some of your ideas for this uh, advertising patch for the Charlotte Hornets? 
Yeah. So, I, you know, I went local. I always want to support the local guys. And uh, in the article, I made the point that, uh, you know, regional pride, I've lived in New York the last six years. So, so I've been up here and whenever you're, go, whenever you're somewhere uh, away from home, what, it, what you end up translating to people is your fast food, your local fast food or drinks or stuff. So that's what we got a lot of down there. Bojangles uh, won the poll. I, I threw a poll up. Bojangles took that away. Uh, I so I made some mockups that I, I made some mockups that uh, you know because people were like, ah, Bojangles the the colors are going to clash too much." Blah blah. <laughs> uh, so I threw I just threw a Cajun filet biscuit, a little right. Cajun filet biscuit. Those colors don't run. They don't run, and you won't either after eating one, for sure. But uh, uh, let's see what else we had. Uh, you know, I threw Cheerwine in there. Cheerwine kind of was my – I think I landed on on Cheerwine being the, the way to go. I can't remember why. But it just feels like it needs more love. You know, it's it's more specific to, to show. It is forgotten. It, it is, is forgotten. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Sundrop's little brother. Well, they just bought Sundrop. Well, Hello, okay. breaking news. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Well, you're going to put I did some soda, research. Yeah, soda research <laughs> on me? Damn it. Well, yeah, well, I did have to write uh, an article about putting uh, some drop on a jersey. I've got a couple uh, of ideas. All right, let me hear. Okay. These are these are local. These are extremely local. Probably oh. too local. Uh-oh. Uh, the show, I'm going to start. I'm going to just basically announce it like, like they would announce it, okay? The Charlotte Hornets uniforms. Brought to you by Blue Collared Shirts, the official shirt of Charlotte Bank Bros. I was riding my bike down Tryon, and I literally saw five guys on the corner wearing the same color blue shirt. It was amazing. I feel like I was a little, I almost felt like I was in an episode of Twin Peaks. I thought you were going blue collar, blue collar. Did you say blue color or blue blue collared? Blue, well, it's it's a collared shirt that is blue. Right. You might have to work on that. We're going to have to spitball that one. Okay. All right. That's, That's fine. That's fine. This is sponsored well, by the idea of of a specific shirt. Listen. I listen. Why don't you put a collar on the jersey, Doug? I love that. Could be, yeah, cool. That could be the fifth set. Um, all then, right. The Charlotte Dougie Hornets. Julian over here. All right. Are you ready for my second idea? You may, Okay. Throw that idea out. Here's my second idea. <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets uniform sponsored by... Babies and strollers at breweries. It's a big Charlotte thing. People love to take their babies to breweries. This is, it's a Charlotte institution. I feel like you've thrown the gauntlet down on, on the parents out there with that one, Doug. And as a parent, I'm not, myself, no, this is not, I'm not judging. I think it's great. And, and no, I talked to, I talked to producer, I talked to producer Katie about this. I think it's great that parents are not drink, right? No, no, no. I think it's no. I think it's good that they're being social. You know, I think there was this sort of attitude that, oh, once I, I got to lock it down, you know, I can't, I, once I have kids, yeah. I got to lock it down. I know be social. It, it helps. It probably, it helps the, probably helps the marriage helps, helps everything. So I'm totally yeah. in favor of it. The old okay. way, of, the old way of thinking that's is probably where the baby, baby got now. made. That's probably, that's probably why the baby exists. And so it's like dust to mm. dust, but you, you were born because of this brewery and now we're bringing you back. <laughs> Yeah, you shouldn't have to stop getting wasted on a Wednesday night just because you have a beat. I mean, come on. That's All right, true. here's my final That's one. I got, I got one yeah, more. I, I got to go. All right. Here's, uh, here's my final one. Charlotte Hornets brought to you by 
out of touch blog post on Charlotte lifestyle blogs. That's the, <laughs> all right. That's my final one. Is that where you got your two first ones? Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, okay. Well, can I give you my last one that I closed yes. the article with? Yes. These are Jordan's jerseys. We're the only team with Jordan brand on it. You got to go Jersey Mike's, right? They're Mike's jerseys. I like, love, oh, he brilliant. owns the team. That's brilliant. He's it's on the jersey. jersey. Ergo, no, <laughs> you guys get it. You guys get it. You guys are with it. Hey, uh, David, I have to let you listen to one quick thing before I get you out of here, okay? Oh, I'm good. No, no, I'm good. I was just kidding. I was just going to go drink since my kids are in the house. <laughs> <laughs> So, Steve, you also wrote about Kimball Walker in Africa. He was in uh, Johannesburg, South Africa for the Basketball Without Borders program, doing great work over there. Can't say enough good things about Kimba, who looks like, I don't know, Steve, you wrote about it. I mean, it looks like maybe he's coming out of his shell a little bit, maybe having yeah. some new experiences. Yeah. What's going on there? Well, it was really uh, it was really cool because, you know, we even we watched all of the stuff about the team and follow every minute detail. And, and we still don't get to hear a lot from Kemba, you know? So uh, I, I think he's a genuine guy and he, uh, he just, there's a few videos in the, in the article, but you can find them, you know, on Twitter or whatever, but he seemed really like genuinely moved by, you know, and the, uh, the experience he talks pretty uh, openly about just how humbling it was and how, uh, you know, they, that basically that he gave him perspective, you know, on living in America and how good we have it and all that, which is, you know, a, a thing that a lot of people experience, especially, at, you know, going to uh, super underdeveloped areas uh, in, in, uh, in the world like that. But uh, I, I was also, you know, aside from the humanitarian side of it, it was cool to see him actually out there doing stuff on the court because uh, initially he was not supposed to partake, uh, participate in the game because of yeah. the recent surgery. And if he's already, you know, good enough to get out there and run in a glorified all-star game, he didn't play much, but that's just a good sign, you know? Yeah. Great yeah, sign. Looked, great he, sign for Kemba, he, David. He looked pretty good. And also thought it was cool. You mentioned that in your piece, he and Dirk, uh, co-captains, right? I think uh, yes. they were, they were of the world team. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, I think anything that gets Kemba out there and, um, you know, I think the league respected a lot of what he did with that all-star appearance and the work he's put in over the last couple of years. But it's cool to see him in, on a team with a lot of other all-stars, too, kind of being the uh, being the guy that they wanted uh, out of the forefront. And you mentioned him kind of like opening up a little bit. And you're so right. I mean, even being here in Charlotte and paying as much attention as we do, it's not like you get a whole lot from him, even in those post-game interviews, you know. So I think that's just a cool thing to see for him. It's also it was also cool to hear him because like this is a guy you know we don't know a lot about his personal life and uh, or or any of these guys uh, for the most part and he's saying things like you know you can see in in the way he's talking and uh, and on his face he's like I I've never traveled much before yeah. and it's like this is just like it's like what you experience when you go to another country for the first time and and it's just it's really uh, it's kind of fun to see you know a twenty seven year old multimillionaire famous guy just have like a genuine thing like that. You know, it's like Giannis tweeting about smoothies or something for the first time, you know, you're just like, that's right. pretty cool. Just that, that candid uh, side of it. But I just, to your point, David, on the uh, captain thing, I think that's like a cool thing that we might not know about uh, how players see Kemba in the league or mm -hmm. in the league in general, uh, because 
I think a lot of fans of other of, of the NBA in general overlook him a lot because you know the Hornets they're they're not on TV a lot whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, he does seem to have that you know he had a, amongst players they're like that's that's the dude you know like they yeah. people like him a lot so I, I I got that sense that you know especially the other guy being Dirk somebody like that who's got tremendous respect amongst yeah. guys, 20-year all-timer. I, I thought it was really cool that he got um, to be the captain. I'll tell you by the time I saw Kemba in the airport, he's on my all-in-person, uh, I've-seen team. Oh. You saw him? Yeah. In the, okay, you saw him in the airport. So, Steve, Bob, I've seen uh, Pat Riley. Uh, this is all in the last, like, 12 to 18 months. Pat Riley in downtown Charlotte. Uh, who else have I seen, Doug? Um, assistant Obviously. coach of the Charlotte Hornets. Kimba They've Walker. all made an impression. <laughs> yeah. I've seen so many guys. Oh, all of them. Just every one of them. Was Pat Riley? Pat Riley feels like he would be really impressive. Would you? What did you now, now, hold so on, impressive. Steve. Hold on, Steve. If you saw uh, Coach Pat Riley. Nah. nah if nah. you saw Coach Pat Riley sitting in a restaurant, how yes. would you, how would you, what would you greet him with? What would you? I'd, I would go up to him. I I put the rings on the table. <laughs> say, how would you Pat, How would you address him? Whoa, whoa. yeah. I'd, I'd say you know. Uh, oh well, I always get touched. I I flub it every time. Like with no matter how uh, little amount of fame. Okay, is. but I'll, how I'll, would I'll you? Like, what were you gonna say? You started off. What were you gonna say? Say what you're gonna say. I made my joke about putting the rings on the table because that's what no. he always does. But how, how would you, you how address would you? him? Uh, Mr. Patrick. Yes. Okay. At least <laughs> Mr. At least Mr. Mr. Pat Pat. I just got to say. David. David. Pat. David call him, calling him Pat. Pat. Hey, Pat. Patty. I think that's a cool move. No, I like it. Exactly. It's disrespectful. Hey, you know I feel like Pat Riley that. would hate me no matter what I say. <laughs> you know what you know else thought was a cool move? Pat Riley. Mm-hmm. He, he reciprocated those are reports he goes, he goes i'm doing great thanks it was a bright shiny day they were about to win the series so he felt great and we both had a pleasant exchange and we went on our way well I'll t- can i tell you real quick my michael jordan story when i met mike please please i i, I was working my last job in charlotte was at uh, strike city in the episode mm-hmm. down there and, Call uh, back mike, bowling. right I, full <laughs> circle here we go but he he would come in. MJ would come in. We had a private room. Hey, but wait! While you're tell, telling the story, go ahead and reenact it with Michael Jordan with the bowling ball, the guy you have it back there. That's gonna be <laughs> well, Michael. Okay, I can't do that. But uh, basically, yeah, he uh, he walked by. He had a bodyguard <laughs> with him at all times. Yeah. And I was I was in there working in the room. There was like six guys in this room for like a two hundred person size room, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I saw my opportunity, so I just went up to him, and I I go, I love you. No, do it to the do it to the do it to the. I didn't Michael even say Jordan his name. I, I say that to this thing every night. Don't worry. What he said. What he said. He shook my hands with yep. uh, with his you know gigantic hand. And did not look me in the eye. Patted me on the shoulder, but like as a push away, you know. Right. It was like right. all right, Ooh. just all right. But it was great, and it was like, and I was like, yep. Yeah. Was, and then did Oak, did Oakley come out of nowhere and just tackle you? Well, hit me with a metal folding chair. Uh, <laughs> no, did he hit you? Man. Did he hit you with a game six like sweep move? Did you feel like um, he did. Brian Russell? He did. Yes. 
That would have been great if he pushed me out. He did a little bit of a And then push he knocked a jump there. shot down somehow. There was a basketball hoop in Strike City that night. Yeah, he always finds a way to embarrass you no matter what. <laughs> um, he won the handshake. I will say that. He definitely walked away the champion of the handshake. Until right. next time. Let's, uh, yes. let's get out of here, guys. This was a good show. I felt good about this one. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter. At Locked On Hornets, subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're there, give us a five-star review. It helps hardcore Hornets fans like yourself find this podcast. Shoot us your Hornets questions and thoughts to buzzbuzz at LockedOnHornets.com. We're back again on Thursday with maybe a big announcement. I'm not sure. Maybe. Big announcement. We'll see. Listen Thursday for David and Steve. I'm Doug. Go Hornets. Go America. Let's swarm Charlotte.